7.53, Packers Insiders with Wayne Larrabee. Packers Vikings Sunday at Lambeau Field for the home opener. Wayne joins us now on WTMJ. Hello, Wayne. Hi, how you doing, Eric? Excellent. Boy, I know that they're not playing the Bears again this week, but that Vikings defense just as formidable for that offense to deal with, right? Yeah, it really is. Uh, a little different than the Bears. They're not quite as stout up front as Chicago is, but um, nonetheless, this is one of the better defenses in the league and has been for quite some time, last four or five years. Wayne, it's a little more concerning thinking about that defense when you might have a left tackle with a sore back. David Bakhtiari misses practice yesterday. We don't know his status for Sunday's game. How impactful might that be if David isn't able to go? Well, if he isn't able to go, which I I don't expect, I think he will play, but um, I don't know for sure. But if he doesn't go, they're probably going to take – my guess is they would move Billy Turner, the right guard, out to left tackle. He's played tackle before. And then they would uh, put Elton Jenkins in at right guard. So uh, those are two changes on the line uh, to account for one uh, missed player. So that's a pretty big change. Last week to this week, Wayne, what do you think the biggest thing the Packers need to rectify is? Something that needs to look a lot better in week two than it did in week one. Well, they've got to run the football better, number one. And number two, they've got to protect better. Um, You know, the interior of the offensive line took the brunt of uh, the Bears' defense up front, and I think they have to be better in this uh, second game of the season. But, you know, coaches, and maybe it's a cliche, but they all think that their teams get better um, from week one to week two, and that's usually the biggest one-week increment of improvement in a football team. And and certainly uh, I I know that Matt LaFleur hopes that's the case with his offense. When we heard Matt LaFleur speak yesterday about uh, the challenge of trying to get Devontae Adams open and more opportunities because he is that undisputed number one wide receiver now. Are there any specific ways in your mind you think they can effectively do that and get 17 more opportunities? Yeah, they'll put him in the slot. They'll put him in bunch formations uh, where three receivers are, are brought together on one side and then they kind of explode out of that once the ball is snapped. Uh, they will, they'll probably, you'll see uh, Tay in the slot quite a bit this week because, uh, you know, they're going to test Minnesota's resolve to match up Xavier Rhodes, the great cover corner, on Devontae Adams. This is worth the price of admission. And I, I think that uh, they don't usually like to move Rhodes inside on the slot. So if Devontae goes to the slot, watch 29 uh, in white and see if he goes with him. And if he does, then you know they're committed to one-on-one coverage on Devontae Adams. Of course, they'll have safety help over the top. It's incumbent upon MBS. Uh, I think Geronimo Allison has to show up big this week, and the tight ends have to continue to be a factor in the passing game uh, for the uh, Packers to get Devontae Adams open more. Voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larravee, joins us here on Wisconsin's Morning News on News Radio 620 WTMJ. Wayne, we've been discussing this morning the game day atmosphere and environment uh, at Lambeau Field. I'm curious, uh, what, if any ways, have you seen the environment at Lambeau change over the last five, six, or seven years? Because, quite frankly, there's been a, a lot made about it, not just from us, but from people within the organization, Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers included. Well, you know, the game day environment, I mean, the pregame, I, I don't know. I, I'm not qualified to tell you because I'm in two and a half hours ahead of the game and I'm upstairs or I'm down in the locker room interviewing, interviewing the coach. I'm not out there at the tailgates. Uh, game day itself, I'm focused on the game. So I didn't even hear the foghorn uh, that first preseason game. So I'm not qualified to tell you how the game day experience has changed. I just know it's a great experience, uh, period. And, and that's how I feel about Lambeau Field. 
Is there a stadium that does it well, Wayne, where you've seen it affect the, the play on the field where the crowd is so ramped up and getting into the players' heads or at least affecting them noise-wise? Yeah, I think Kansas City, Seattle, um, Denver to a lesser degree. It used to be a mile-high stadium, the old mile-high. It was a huge uh, home field advantage. I think the black hole in Oakland used to be that way. Um, there are several places around the league that are good places, uh, you know, for crowd noise. But, you know, the thing about crowd noise is that a lot of it has to do with the way your stadium is built. And uh, in Seattle, it's built to retain the crowd noise. Uh, Arrowhead has the same effect, uh, whereas Green Bay, it's a bowl, and it's always been a bowl. And so the, the noise does kind of rise a little bit more so than at some of the other stadiums. Chicago's louder now than it was when I was working there on a regular basis because of the new upper deck uh, of Soldier Field. So a lot of it has to do with the structure of your stadium more than uh, anything else, but certainly uh, they'll be amped up in Lambeau Field this Sunday. Wayne, we'll save a pregame brought for you. All right, take care, guys.